welcome to Positively Flourishing, a weekly podcast by me, Cindy Overton, and Dr. Miranda Lawrence. This podcast will unpack our knowledge of evidence-based health and the effects of positivity on all facets of our health. From a patient, me, with Miranda's clinician perspective, there's going to be a lot of our personal experience thrown in as well. We laugh a ton when we're together, and this is essentially an open invite to our table to heal, to grow, and hopefully be in a better place than when you found us. I must warn you, there are a few bad words said, and some of the subject matter isn't kid-friendly. Please take that into consideration when listening, and welcome to Positively Flourishing. Welcome to another episode of Positively Flourishing with your hosts, Cindy Overton and Miranda Lawrence. We hope you guys are doing well. We hope you enjoyed the last episode. We will probably, I said I was going to throw some thyroid in here, but I don't remember what it was that we didn't cover last time. We covered most of it. I think that we were going to go into the symptomology of it. Did we cover, no, we did. We started talking about constipation and all that stuff Mm -hmm. that you could have from it Mm -hmm. and hyper. Um, I'll cover some basics of some natural things you do, but can do, but please consult a medical provider before doing that, any of this stuff, because I don't know you and I don't know what your health is. And some of the stuff might be bad advice based on your actual medical care. So I'm just going to cover supplements that I recommend at my clinic and what we do um, and all that. But first, we'll just spend a few minutes catching up. Uh, Cindy and I are so excited to be living so close together and getting to see each other Yay. and recording this amazing studio of gems so that we're not, I mean, I'm still going to have the, oh, I can't even talk about that microphone that I have, um, just in case we ever need it. Um, and Keisha Poston was supposed to join us. Um, she'll join us next week. Mm-hmm. And um, but, it, but we're recording two episodes a week at this point uh, to catch up and um I don't know if she's coming Monday or Wednesday, but we can't wait to have her back. She's great. And sorry, you guys never heard that. I know. (laughs) I know. I think you've only heard half of our recordings and definitely probably like a third of the time that Cindy and I actually spend in front of the mic together. I think it's that much. (laughs) Probably right. I mean, maybe a quarter. There was one Sunday. We just love each other so much and just spend time together that there was one Sunday that I know we talked for seven hours straight and anybody that really knows me otherwise I don't know why she's not a therapist so I'm not really sure what it is that is such a kinetic thing with us and maybe she talks to people that often all the time I don't know I I have no idea (laughs) Woody said we've never even talked that long (laughs) (laughs) wait that might be why Woody loves me he's just like she uh there's something about her that's got Cindy speaking there must be (laughs) yeah no we um we, and we, I, we really not, only scratched the surface. It wasn't like when we stopped talking for that seven hours that I was like, Cindy, I've exhausted everything I could possibly say to no, you. No, we still had plenty to talk about. It was like two, was o'clock, in two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I guess we have to go to bed now. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. And what did we get two episodes out of that? Only two. Okay. So are we, you guys only heard two hours of us talking for seven hours and that is very common. So even now that we're in the recording studio, Jim has to like... We're on a time crunch. I always. think he's lying to us when he says he has to leave by a certain time. <laughs> he just wants us to shut up so he doesn't have to edit it so long. There was one time we came in here and we were supposed to be recording. So we always at least we're supposed to only talk. We're not even talking about the recording, honestly. We always talk right before we start recording. Right. And it really is just catching up. But sometimes that catch up goes 
for a long time. So one time Jim came in and like knocked on the door and he didn't see the record button on <laughs> and he just like, what have you been doing here? And we were like, we were about to press record and he's like, I gotta go. And I've been we waiting like, for y'all to finish. This is the preamble. Like, this is what we do, Jim. Like, what the hell? We're friends. Like, but we try, even though we talk outside of this, it's usually through audio text or texting. Like, I'm big about these voice text things. And um, I don't know why. I don't know. I got into it. But what what is necessary to know is that not one ounce, one second, millisecond is used preparing for our recording. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's important. That's very important to know. Because, like, um, when when I posted a picture, I don't know, I guess yesterday or maybe the day before about the episode we recorded on Monday. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it would have been two days ago. And somebody said that those two topics, when I post the episode title, they said <laughs> those, they don't bond. And I'm like, I, have you, are you new? Because nothing I say, they, it doesn't, I don't know. I, we're not very bonded. I mean, I, I don't know. if We're not trying to be. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> well, but it is bonded in our weird way of putting things together. Yeah. And I, and that's what another, that's what a, a listener said this is all, almost always in person sometimes they message me though that she was she was talking about her adhd and i was like i am fairly certain i have it but mm-hmm. i i was like it really re-, and she what she was saying is in my brain listening to you and cindy totally gets it mm-hmm. so maybe you have to have adhd to follow us down the rabbit hole but everyone else that is is adhd seems to um it completely so if you think you have adhd <laughs> or you have a friend have them listen and if they get it they have it yeah, that's because, a diagnosis because they don't seem she was like no no i love it i follow i have no problems following you so i guess if somebody listens and they're like i hate the show i can't this is too whatever too much. You probably uh probably are totally you're not fucked up enough not neurodivergent <laughs> you're not neurodivergent you're neurotypical that will be your test on if you're neurotypical or neurodivergent yes um, so let's see. I said I was gonna talk about OnlyFans. Um, so it's funny because I am what's called sex positive. So those of you that are super conservative, um, you Just know fast forward one minute. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, it's not gonna be an anti conservative or really anything. It's so people I see even people that are very close to me, um, I guess because I don't talk about I don't know. I don't think I really talk about myself outside of the podcast. And so, mm-hmm. but also I guess because I'm so sex positive on the podcast, people make assumptions mm-hmm. and that assumption seems to be that I am a certain way sexually just because I'm supporting or talking about something to do with that. And so um, it was funny because one of the girls that work at my clinic, okay, so I own a clinic in Denham Springs, Louisiana called Flourish Hormone Replacement Wellness Centers. And one, my MA, her name is Jamie. And um, I, w- I was, when before I moved down, I needed, I was kind of worried about staying where I was at at that moment. And she was like, hey, you can come stay at my house. And um, her boyfriend, it was a longtime boyfriend, they're basically common law married. Um, but I hear they did away with that in Louisiana. She said, um, she's retelling me this story. And so she goes, and then Jonathan says, isn't she a swinger? And um, Jamie's like, yeah. And I mean, I, I, I'm just listening to the story at this point. <laughs> And so then she's like, he's like, well, what if she jumps in bed with us? And he was, she was like, uh, she's not going to do that. Like, that's crazy. And he's like, but that's what swingers do. And 
And I like, I'm dying laughing at this point that her boyfriend's waiting for me to come. A, I didn't even go over there, but I just, I don't know if this would have been a horrific thing for him or like he's mentally preparing, like, let's go or what. But I am actually not, I didn't correct her, but I'm actually not a swinger. It was funny. I was more perplexed that Jamie answered yes. Like when she's saying Jonathan asked her, isn't she a singer? Yeah. I thought yeah. I, I just assumed her response. I didn't even think her response would be anything else because yeah. the truth is, no, I am not. So I was waiting for her to be like, no. And then I, and then when she said yes, I was like, wait a second. When did I, when <laughs> did I ever the... said I was a swinger? Like what in the hell? I, I think it's because you know about the community just yeah, because I guess. of <laughs> yeah. whatever you, you know. I guess. I mean. Yeah, yeah. And then um, somebody, I was doing something, I was on a business, like, text thing, and then um, somebody else was like, do you have an OnlyFans, Cause, and are you making any money from it? <laughs> I mean, obviously, because they want, does it have an OnlyFans? And I screenshot it, because I was like, what is this in my life? That, like, <laughs> so, I do not have an OnlyFans. I am definitely not opposed to it. And, you know, I'm happy to help anybody set up their OnlyFans. Um, I love <laughs> all the sex stuff, but... It doesn't even have to be sex. I don't actually have an OnlyFans. Well, you should get one. <laughs> I'm I sorry mean, to disappoint. Yeah. Um, and I guess when I get one, if I get one, at this point, I feel the pressure to get one. I probably will still deny it. I guess I might have to. I don't, I don't think know. you'll be able to deny it. I think the, the way they have it set up is you have have to have like a legit name and oh, like yeah see like, obviously I'm, i think you're verified and everything the only reason why i know this is don't i don't know this is fact. No, no 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 the only reason why i think i might know this is because they have that one thing where you can sell your feet pics and mm-hmm. people on tiktok saying that they're buying their mama's mercedes and paying off their houses and doing all the things that people do with only fans but with their feet just a picture of their foot. I mean, I hear. I've seen so I, several things. I like asked that. my daughter, why can't I do that? And she said, well, because you have to like legitimately be verified. Like you're an actual person. You're not stealing other people's like feet pics to sell. And Man, that's a whole nother so, level of stuff uh, to steal other people's feet pics. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't strange. have time for that. Right. So I am not opposed to swinging or OnlyFans. I, I don't have an OnlyFans myself and hell I can't even have sex with one person in a normal period of time without and besides having sex with multiple people so definitely not a swinger (laughs) (laughs) I'm not completely asexual at this point but headed to to that direction so um, yeah so I was not on the conservative note I was not trying to get into a um, I was just saying that you know and I kind of touched on that last time that people I need them to know that they can come to me with anything and it's not I need everybody to feel comfortable with that um, because that's part of how you know that your provider, you can you can tell them anything. And it's not always the things that the sex discussions I have, it's not always like really wild things. And people, sometimes they surprise me and tell me something I had never even heard of, you know? Yeah. Um, so well, I'm, I, I'm not the highest. I'm definitely not on the up and up. I'm not a sex counselor yet. I have thought about going to get it. But to do all that and be considered sex positive and, you know, be able to be a sex therapist, you really need to know everything about sex possible. Mm-hmm. You know, all the fetishes and kinks and and all the trauma responses. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, I'm not like I said, I'm not certified sex therapist, but I when I practiced GYN still, and sometimes I'll still do it for pellet patients. But, you know, there's various health disorders that happen to your vagina and things that happen that affect your sex life. So it's really important to know all that fun stuff for that purpose. Yeah. 
But yeah, whatever you do in your bedroom, as long as it's between consenting adults, is your business. So, and it's only adults, and that is why I threw in adults, <laughs> consenting adults. Um, yeah, so I just adopted a um, family member right before she turned eighteen, and she now lives with me. So I have an adult daughter. So now I have three daughters and two sons. That's amazing. Yes, super excited. But it's very interesting um, hearing the trauma because I was originally supposed to adopt her six years ago. So hearing all the trauma that she's been through in the last six years is like really disgusting Mm -hmm. uh, and hard to swallow. And one of those things is like, um, you know, sleeping on couches and having sex with men my age to have a place to stay. And, um, (laughs) you know, like just devastating you know for a 16 year old to have had to do that um and like you know to survive right right and the thing is we but the thing is is that she doesn't understand like when she's just like casually talking about this stuff like like that's a pedophile and like you know uh yeah that's her survival yeah like these people need to be taken taken off the street you know Mm -hmm. like when i'm like how old is this person and she's like 36 you know and i'm like oh good god in heaven like (laughs) like okay all right we're gonna have some discussions like you know because now we have an adult who you know she's 18 that makes her adult so now we're gonna and so i'm having to train her in things that normal parents protect their children from yeah and she is very much even though she's an adult in a lot of ways, really, because she grew up in the same um, environment that I did. So I felt very mature, super, super young, because I had a host of responsibilities at a really young age. Mm -hmm. And I've known this person all of her childhood life. I have not really had a lot to do with the last um, six years as she battled like addiction issues Mm -hmm. after she did not come live with me and she went to live with another family member. Um, We we lost touch for the most part. But um, I feel, you know, I know that, you know, and I've said this before, I didn't realize all all the stuff I hadn't healed from mm-hmm. in mind because I felt mm-hmm. like I had done such a good job of surviving and, mm-hmm. and thriving. And then I had a really bad situation happen to me two years ago in August. And after that, that really woke me up to, it was like I felt every pain I had ever went through in my entire life in that one month. Mm-hmm. They just all surfaced. And I feel, I'm, you know, concerned for her that she's going to end up having that same epiphany moment Mm -hmm. and I'm trying I'm working on it to help her heal now at 18 so she's not 36 or 35 I think I was at the time and and let her let it hit her too you know like that but it still might hit her it might it's one part of the story my story that I did not um explain um when I did that episode was and that was what episode three I think so when I, um, when everything was happening to me as a child, there was signs, you know, like I had the bruising, I had clumps of hair missing from my head, I had things like that. I, you know, called uh, the day that I had to get stitches and, you know, all, all of that. But the sexual part of the abuse, I didn't tell. That's what she said. Because I didn't, I pushed it back so far that when I had my first, I got my first like boyfriend and he wanted me to perform on him, you know, I guess fellatio, whatever. How old were you? I don't want to say. Okay. Um, I immediately responded 
in a horrible way when he pushed my head down there. And it wasn't in a pushing my head down there, like, come on, bitch, do that. It was just like, you know, like just in making out, like, you know, and I immediately started crying. And then I didn't know why. And so then I went home and I went to sleep that night and I had. So you think there's a nice way to push somebody's head down there? Or is there like. Yeah. I've, that's always bothered me. Yeah, but maybe it's maybe it is a abuse well, trigger. I don't know. Shit. And maybe it and maybe it that's is. That's why I made that face when you said that. You're yeah, like, it wasn't in a bad way. And I was like, wow, is there a good way? Like, yeah. don't touch the back of my effing head, man. Yeah, like what? right. And that yeah. So I don't know, but then I started having every memory come back to me as vividly as it had happened, and I regressed back oh, to God. a seven year old. You know, so. I don't know if there's enough um, preparing her to, you know, I mean, you can prepare her to say, you look, come to me when you have this, you know, whatever the communication you can have to have an open door policy if she's feeling a certain thing, but making like her remembering everything might not even happen. It sounds like she can. I mean, I have a friend that didn't remember getting, offended until they were like 37 years old and saw something at least at this point i mean who knows if she can remember everything but it sounds like she does or if there's more haven't helped me um yeah because you know it started really young and i and then she's like telling me like pieces of it and she's like do you remember this person i'm like yeah, and, you know, we're piecing this stuff together. So it sounds like she has the memories of it just fine. But, you know, that doesn't mean she remembers everything. Yeah. But for me, it's going to be more like, I think her biggest thing is, and it was like that then, she doesn't understand how she can be such a giving. She's like, you're so loving with the kids. But we grew up in the same, I grew up with her mother. I grew up with her mother. Her mother is my cousin. Mm-hmm. So I know her mother very, very well. Mm-hmm. And so she thinks, I just told her this today, she's like, I don't understand how she can't love me enough to get clean. I don't understand how she did these things to me and whatever. And and then, you know, I'm, I want her to heal from that. But I also said, you know, I never, I said, Addie, I never, you have to get past questioning why these people do what they do. Mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, I've known your mother my whole life and we're a year apart. I was like, your mother was always fucked up before she was an addict. She was mm-hmm. a messed up individual before she became an addict. She became an addict because she's messed up. Mm-hmm. So her getting clean is not going to give you the person you want in a mother. Right. My mother was a nicer person when she was actively mm-hmm. using my mother was. Right. I like my mother less now, to be quite honest. Yeah. I was like, so you keep holding on to this hope because you've never known your mother not an addict. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, She's, yeah, she is. It's there's not a magical cure no. for this. And so I said, aside from that, you know, you'll also never know. Why I'm not saying all addicts are bad. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying in my family, these people that did this, it's because the people before them thought it was okay and the people before them not, you know, blah, 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 blah. Cycle. And there's totally fine people in, in my family. There really, really are. But they didn't heal their shit before they had kids. Mm-hmm. And then they, you know, effed up their kids but, and they thought it was okay because the people before them effed their kids up. That's where we're at with this child, you know. And um. Yeah, again, she's 18, but that's still very oh, much a child. Still, so yeah. um, 
So that's where she's at. She th- she said, but if you guys were raised by the same person, me and her mother, she's like, how come you lo- are so loving and my mom is not? And I'm and she's like, I feel like I'm a really loving person, but then I also became an addict like my mom. And I was like, because you're a different person, mm-hmm. being an addict isn't what makes your, makes your mom bad. Right. She just happens to be an addict on top of it because she was probably trying to cope with the other stuff. Yeah. You know, uh, you can, you're just, you're not a bad person because you became an addict. Like, right. you know. Right. And then to hear the story of how she became an addict, I was like, oh my God. You know, uh, it was just crazy. But I'm not going to keep talking about that. I just felt bad that, you know, it's going to be good. It's going to be a beautiful thing. And it's going to be a transition. But, you know, there's going to be a lot of um, hard bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. So, so it's been an interesting journey so mm-hmm. far. Nothing bad. All beautiful. All beautiful. I just hope, like I said, I hope she finds, um, has that process before, you know, having four children like I did. And then, and then it hits you that, wait a second, I'm not the strongest person in the planet like I thought I was. I'm about to break right here. You know, yeah. that is what it felt like to me. And then, but it's been a beautiful up journey too. You know, it really has for me. Mm-hmm. It's been great, but I'm also not an addict. So I worry with her history of addiction that, and I can say confidently that I'm not an addict. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like some people have addictive personalities. I do not have an addictive yeah, personality. Right, right. And so people with with addiction issues, you know, she's, I mean, she'll be honest. Like I, she's like, I always think about it. <laughs> I don't ever think about a drug. I don't, yeah. It does, it's not in me. Mm-mm. So I miss that link. I miss it completely. Like, it, Well, I can tell you that just uh, the medicine that you prescribed for my TPO that is used mm. for addiction, but I got, yeah, I had yeah. to get the microdose yeah. for, to lower my TPO. She's talking about, um, do you mind me saying? No. It's low dose naltrexone. Yeah. So naltrexone is used for addicts and, but- I believe it's 50 milligrams when used for addicts. Yeah. And we we do a compounded version to help you when you have Hashimoto's. And in about half of people, it it lowers it significantly, very, very much. And for the other half, it does absolutely nothing. And for me, it did nothing. And so what we did is we actually upped the dose just because just she was like, are you game to just see like if, you know, five didn't work because on another patient yeah. five was amazing yep. she's like are you willing to try the full dose i can get i can pro- I, I loved coffee <laughs> i loved sweet tea i love those silly loaded teas that everybody has i would have a couple drinks on the weekend with woody the only thing i could put in my i didn't the only thing i could put in my mouth was water i wanted nothing so even else. trying to drink Coffee made you, what did it do? It made me sick. Like I physically could not have it. Could you eat regular food? I didn't want anything sweet. Like anything that I would crave, anything that I would crave, like I would have a natural craving for, I did not have. So I'm just saying, if you are suffering through an addiction problem right now, please see your doctor and talk to him about that. Right, right, Because if I ever felt like, you know what, I, I don't, I have like a, 
I don't think I have an addictive personality. I have things I enjoy, but if I can't right, have them, right. I don't like whatever. I, I can't have it today. Like I can't get my coffee. You know what I mean? Yeah, because that's what I was getting at. I was like, wait, just for coffee? And I mean, I guess the coffee was a bad example because people, I don't know if you can get addicted to coffee, but people act like well, they're the addicted caffeine. to coffee. Yeah. But a loaded tea? Loaded tea is full of caffeine. I mean, it's. So you, you think know. it curbed your I, al- um, caffeine addiction? Do you think you have a caffeine addiction? No, I don't. It was really any. I don't. I can't. I mean. <laughs> Can you drink it now? I get I get a grande coffee at Starbucks. Uh-huh. It lasts me three days. Holy gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I don't go get loaded teas anymore. I literally was a Herbalife consultant to buy my stuff wholesale because so I didn't have to. So like, it's like cured you. Yeah. That little bit of time on it. Yeah. I think we only ended well, hell. up. I'm not joking. <laughs> I, might need, I don't know what I could possibly get off of, but I damn. am totally not joking, though. I like if I can if, cure my addiction to bad men. <laughs> like a bad taste I'm still with Woody, so I don't know. <laughs> Such a joke. He's the best man on he, this earth. He is. Everybody knows that, though. I know. Everybody knows that. <laughs> they would jump at a second to, t- to take him. So don't, don't worry. You don't have to tell us that Woody's great. Yes. Yes, don't don't come for my man. <laughs> they won't because you they got don't a, care. You've got a team of women that would. Uh, yeah, but you've seen them coming at them. And Billy Amy, too. Yeah. Well, Billy's taken. <laughs> no, I'm saying Billy would protect Woody from women, I would assume. Right. Oh, I'm sure. I think Woody would t- protect himself from women. He women. He says every night he doesn't need another one of me. So oh, I bet <laughs> he was giving Woody. A, I mean, he was giving W.L. a lesson on polygamy last night. And um, oh no, because he was watching a show about polygamy. I believe it because Jim and I were talking about something, one of their recordings, and he's like, you know, Woody didn't know any of these terminologies, and I was just like, I can crack up. I was cracking up because I was like, I don't doubt that Woody is like, he wasn't saying Woody was like innocent, like in quotations or anything, but like that was kind of like the feel that I got. Yeah, and um, I said, Jim. <laughs> Like, what kind of terminologies? Like, spank bank, he doesn't know. Like, those types Dude, of... Dude, it was something they were talking about on one of their podcasts. He said he said what he was falling out in the chair. I can't remember because we went into so many different discussions because I was talking about this guy that I was dating. <laughs> I can't. I was like, I can't because it's all wrapping up. But it was like... Um, this came up because, oh, so I tell him, I said, what do you call me one day? And was like, oh, yeah, I had to listen to yours and city's podcast because people were telling me about your only fans or your fans only this is what woody freaking overton says when he goes your fans only i don't know and i literally like i oh yeah he i'm sure i was that. red as hell yeah if you could see me in the face that moment my yeah. mouth was dropped open and i was like woody fucking overton is talking about my only fans. <laughs> like, and, and he's like, so, you know, I don't know. And I was like, oh, God, please don't let Woody find out what an only <laughs> But he probably knows now with he whatever, put, now. whatever put podcast. They're, Thirst I, traps. I'm sure it's like real life, fans. real crime daily or it something. It is the daily. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, now I know which episode you're talking about. No, he doesn't know any of the lingo, the, the new lingo okay i thought it's okay the daughter is talking about sneaky links i thought sneaky links i've i've always had a bad taste in my mouth about this because i thought it was people who were cheating she says something about her and her sneaky link and i was like okay listen is this i I don't want to i don't know what a sneaky link is it's all over social media and they make it like i knew it was somebody i mean you're sneaking around and you're having sex with them but I just thought it's people cheating. So I just always like kept it away from me because I was like. So it's just like. Uh, you know, I'm anti-cheating. I'm hugely uh, well, anti-cheating. Well, of course. 
Well, no, you can't say of course. No, well, you. I yeah, know, of I course, just, I know you were. I knew you were. Our, you, you were. Our, you, no, I'm all for it. Like I knew you knew, but I didn't know if the listeners knew. I don't know if that's come up on the podcast yet. How anti cheat. Just please, for the love of God, don't ever tell me that you cheated because I have a huge. I have had a huge problem with it my whole life, but um, and and it did happen to me. It did happen to me um two years ago, but but uh, it was very anti that before then, and so it has nothing to do with my Your my experience. personal experience. I was like the biggest anti cheater advocate, whatever. So I'm telling her like as her new mother that like this is a bad thing to do. Like please stop doing this shit. And she was like, No, it's just somebody you're having sex with like on the download because you don't want other people to know. So and it's I'm like a like, friends with benefit. I guess, but like I was like, how come neither one of you want the other per- other people to know? I've never had sex with people I don't want somebody else to know. What is this? That's the most intimate thing you can do with someone is have sex with somebody. Well yeah. So why are we why are we people. hiding it? Because they the kids don't understand that that's what it's about these days. Like they don't the sanctimony of sex and giving yourself that way is gone. Maybe I is I don't want to be like because I know we do this to every generation. You know, our parents did it to us. Blah 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 blah, blah and their parents did it to them. So I'm definitely not trying to like down the generation, this generation or whatever. I just don't understand. I, I'm like. That's the most sacred thing you can do. And what you're saying is you're so embarrassed of the person. That no, you're I just I think that. Know, man. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking. I just. <laughs> we're gonna I'm not a, in there, thank goodness. We're going to get a kid on here to tell us what sneak by their sneaky lingon. Well, I, it will not be Sophia, L.A., or W.L., or Kate Lee, I guess. I, uh, you know. Like, Why? Because they're not sneaky lingon. <laughs> How do we know? Because they're in relationships. Because they're my children and they're not doing that, Miranda. Okay, okay they're not doing it. <laughs> they're not doing it. <laughs> Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus. Um, yeah, okay, so sneaky links. Um, so we'll talk about, there's some stuff about thyroid we wanted to mention. Yes. What was it? Just the, the um, real quick, this will be a segue into it. Okay. I got a phone call yesterday from a friend that got, went to see you. Yay. And Hopefully. she <laughs> was like, I love her. Aww. I love Tuesday. She's like, I think I bothered Tuesday a little bit because I asked so many questions. Tuesday loves that. And that's what I said. I said, no, like just Tuesday. Is, if she doesn't, like if you don't feel like Tuesday loves you now, you'll feel it later. Like, no, Tuesday's used to questions. <laughs> like she's, this is nothing for her. Yeah. And she loved Jamie and um, she just said, like, you just made her feel so comfortable. You pulled down your pants to show her <laughs> your scar. <laughs> I do. I like I have to, like, play that one very carefully because I worry what people are going to think. Well, but she was like, but she made like I wanted to see it. Yeah, I wanted she, to see what a pellet I scar was going to look like. So she you, showed me. Yeah. Like, now it that wasn't you like said, you pulled down your whole. Yeah. Pant. Yeah. yeah. You, she and she literally said she just nudged it down a little bit. Like, can you see it now? You know, like yeah, because since I can't see it, I don't know yeah. how far I'm going. Yeah, too low. I know who you're talking about now. Yeah, I had two people walk in, but um, actually three people, but two of them to consult. She and- wanted to turn around. Um, about ten minutes into the phone call, I think she called me as she was leaving you, and she was like, "I want to go back and get the pellets now. I wish I, w- I wish I just would have done it, and then I'll research it later." And I'm like, just. Go research it. Don't yeah. worry. Like yeah, you got like it. don't stress over it. She was so excited. That's that's she awesome. adores you. I love that. Yeah. Thank she, you for yeah. sharing that with me. No. 
yeah, I I try. I, I don't do it to everybody because you never know how people are going to take some things. Like this doctor flashed me. You know? like, yeah, but, it, but it, for those put of you her who at don't, ease. Yeah, and there's for, for those of you who don't know, it's not your actual butt. It's like it's really your love muffin, like your love handle. Right. Muffin top? Muffin top. Muffin, I'm combining two terms. <laughs> muffin top slash love handle slash hip. Yeah. It's really the skin that, yes, is usually covered by pants or it's at like the topper. Topper. It's right top at pants. like Why your tailbone, like right before, yeah, like even before m- your tailbone ends. Yeah. It's not in the middle, though. It's no, like yeah. on the left or right side. Yeah. And so some people, when they ask how big is the incision, I tell them with pellets. So we're talking about bioidentical hormone replacement pellets here. And we place testosterone, estradiol, and now we're going to be placing progesterone. Super exciting. Um, that's for people who still have a uterus and want or need estradiol but don't want to take a progesterone pill nightly. We can offer the progesterone in the in the pellets now. So awesome. we, we got another not a script from a pharmacy, but a new contract with a new pharmacy who will do those for us. So we're, I'm really, really excited about doing that. So I'll be offering that beginning in April. But when people ask how big the incision is, the best thing I can do, I tell them it's as wide as your pinky nail. Mm-hmm. But then to better put them at ease, I will say, you know, I've been doing this myself for about eight years. I've had 36, I have not been counting, but roughly 36 procedures. Um and say, you know, I'll, I'll say, if you want, I can show you my back. And you'll probably, what people usually tell me is that they can see two, one on each side. Mm-hmm. And I said, but if you if you do the math there, there's been 18 stabs on each side. Mm-hmm. And if you can only see one on each side, that's how long it takes to fade. You won't right. be able to see them over time. Yeah. And so she said she could only see one, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said, well, the one you can see was three months ago. Mm-hmm. So if you can't see the one on the other side, that was six months ago. Mm-hmm. So that's really great. Yes. And so part of that conversation was just talking about like the vitamin D, the vitamin B deficiencies. And that was what we were going to talk about last time is. Okay. So um, you want to talk about B12 and D today? Yeah. Okay. And then if you as listeners hear this and want to comment somehow, give it to me or Cindy. We I would love it if you guys commented on the Positively Flourishing mm-hmm. Facebook, only so everybody else can see. Because I bet, I appreciate you guys coming to me directly and coming to Cindy directly. I mean, I they assume she... They don't come to me. Okay. But that's why I was like, I don't want to speak yeah. for you no. about coming to you. Yeah. But mm-hmm. everybody loves you, Cindy. So I don't know what... I don't know if they're like, because you're famous, like if they're like... I'm so not famous. I don't know if people are more intimidated by you or what, because, you know... I don't know. Do people come directly to Woody or do they ask Jim? Oh, they come to Woody and Jim. Like, yeah. But I've always been somewhat intimidating. You don't intimidate me. But I but maybe but I can see it because I would think that people just don't come to you because they don't want to bother you because you're like the lead. Like I'm the, You're the doctor. It doesn't matter. Well then <laughs> half of them are coming to me at the clinic. You know, they're like, Oh, I listen to your podcast. And it always makes me feel kind of not naked. I don't know if that's the right uh, word, uh, but I'm always like, oh, okay, you heard me talk about my OnlyFans. That is not, it doesn't really exist. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, well, nice to meet you. You know me a whole lot better than I know you. And then, um, you know, I am, I can't even say I'm dating, but I'm single. And, and there are people that like, I start talking to them. And, um, you know, if they like look up my social media, they tell me they are listening to the podcast. So they start listening to the podcast to learn more about me. It's really, really interesting. It doesn't bother me, um, but it's weird because, you know, I'm very open on this podcast. I mean, I'm very open in general, but definitely if you want to date me, this is one hell of a way to get to know somebody. Yeah. 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 It's not fair for you, though. 
I mean, their dating world is just. It's not fair. You don't want to be in it. You don't. And and I keep saying this, and I am not joking when I say it, ladies. I don't care what your husband does if he is not cheating on you, effing animals or children. I don't know. Even at this point, the cheating, (laughs) the cheating might be okay at this point because let me tell you, Lord Jesus, these men out here are doing. Actually, you know what? Your husband might actually be on the dating app. I might have, I might have met him. You know, yeah, yeah. they're not playing. They're not holding out any stops. So the, these, this dating stuff is is not good out here. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad. Goodness. So stay with your man or woman because uh, the ones on the dating scene are are looking rough. And I don't mean looking physically. Some of them are attractive, but geez, Louise. Well, when in nineteen. 19- Gosh, that's old, right? Yeah, you 19, just started 19. I thought you were about to go to a history lesson. What you say? I am. In 19, <laughs> let's see, Sophie was born in 97. No, Sophie was born in 99, sorry. In 2001, um, Match.com, my husband at that time decided to get a Match.com account. Which is their parent? Uh-huh. Oh, Lord Jesus. Okay. And he was married but looking. Wait, it says that mm-hmm. you can do that in his profile. It said "married but looking." You could do that. Mm-hmm. What sleazy shit! I know. Who's gonna look at that? What well, kind would, of female? I guess would... I'm. I'm glad that they have that. I wish they still had that because then I could just filter it. Yeah, people that are married, right? Get the hell off. Yeah. Nowadays, okay, I'm only on Bumble, um, and there is no filter for that crap. So nowadays. <sighs> I'm not knocking, please no, I'm not knocking polyamorous, polygamy, E&M, which is ethically non-monogamous, for those of you that don't know. I don't care if your partner knows you're having sex with other people or or trying to be in a relationship. I'm not trying to downplay that. There's plenty of them that E&M is, you know, you typically thought of as just sex. And then um, polyamorous has very different... um, classifications and like one is kitchen table uh, poly which is where they all typically live together and cohabitate like all of the different relationships but there's so many different versions of that they so they have those same people Mm -hmm. are on these dating apps but there's no way to filter them out and again i am not knocking people that are in that lifestyle truly uh love so many of them but if you don't want to be in that but if i don't want to be in that and you click on me and you're matching with me i'm telling you half my matches are people with mates and i'm like can I get a, a monogamous person up in here? Like, yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, that's all I'm saying. I'm not knocking Can you it. put in your profile, like, mo- monogamous only? Like, they don't care. They don't care. Most people don't read. They don't read it. No, I know this. I do know this. And and so, and then and then there's a subsect of people who are lying. So yeah. they they say they're not married. I mean, how, why are we even having to classify this? We, you shouldn't have to say you're not married. I shouldn't have to ask if you're married. Yeah. But- but they still deny it, and their yeah. wife definitely doesn't know. Yeah. And, yeah, we just went through this. I just went through this. I was dating a married dude, had no freaking cl- – I, I can't say I had no idea. He definitely lied about it. But um, then I was but just he, like – He lied about the where they were in the – right? I mean, he – The married guy? Yeah. No, I mean, like, he dead-ass didn't mention a wife. Right. Like, no, I mean, they – he had a whole story about this. And then like that weekend I was going to meet his kids, but his kids are older. So mm-hmm. I would have loved to find out what these kids thought. I have no idea. Damn. Or how he's going to play that off. I mean, that's what I want. But I'm so bad at playing stuff off because I'm so like authentic that I couldn't keep it up anymore. No, gosh, no. And so the wife's cousin 
or somebody relate. It wasn't the wife's cousin. Uh, it was somebody else. It was like, can you keep it up a little bit longer to like get this proof? And I was like, you know, I swear to God, <laughs> I really don't think I can because I'm so like, I want to punch him in the face right now. Yeah. I, okay. That was a bad wording. I don't punch people in faces. I wish I had that. Sometimes I'd probably get me out of a lot of trouble. Right. If, if I did Yeah. <laughs> probably get me into trouble too, but, um, I'm not a violent person. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, he just, I don't know if these kids, I don't know how he was going to get out of this. I don't know. I don't know what's going through people. And I really don't care. It's just more concerning that the best person I've matched with, <laughs> FYI, that had his shit together the most. Most of them don't have jobs. Some of them don't have cars. They don't, they don't put that. And I get that. I can see. Like, I don't put that I own medical clinics on mine. Shit, I would. No, because I don't want some, some sugar person what do they call him if I, i'd be, be a sugar, sugar mama so i yeah. don't know what they, i don't know what you call it yeah i don't want them, so yeah so this person had you know financially good and was a good dad his kids seemed nice <laughs> Damn. God. fucking god <laughs> so i feel awful for the wife but she also really didn't care so i mean whatever <laughs> like okay okay like sure lady like whatever um she did care she just didn't care enough to like leave i guess well you weren't the first then no i'm i'm yeah there's i don't know uh yeah i don't know uh it seems like that was the case yeah but um i don't want to tell too much stuff and put this poor lady's information out there i just feel really really bad for her um and he went through a lot to make sure i didn't find out who he was mm -hmm. um and and so i my part about that with healing was that I was like, because my niece was like, oh, da, da, da. And I was like, she was like, is he, your, is he cute? And I was like, you know, not really. But maybe I need to get away. I said, everything else checks out. I yeah. was like, physically, he's really not my type. But he's got this, he's got this, he's got this, and all that. You know, I wanted a good dad, blah, blah, blah. And I'm sure he is a good dad, whatever. I'm sure you can Yeah, be. just because you're a cheater doesn't make you a bad dad. <laughs> right, right. Um I mean, to me, it does because. I mean, but. I, he's not saying. Well, like I said, I would have loved to hear the boy's point of view from this. Like, yeah. what did he tell them? Right. Who did he tell them I was? And how many other women are there? Exactly. Are we? Are yeah. we the babysitter? I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Is this the nanny? Am I the yeah, new nanny? Like, what do you tell them? I have no clue. No clue what he tells these children, but they're older children. And um, I don't want to say too much about it because I know how that goes. Like I was at Crew Bash and Woody started talking about a girl and the people in front of me knew who he was talking about. And, you know, I just don't want to put somebody out on that, especially yeah. the wife, just trying to protect the wife. Um, I'm sure she cares. I'm sure she doesn't want her husband to be doing this. But it sounded like she's planning on staying married with him and trying to come up with a way that he stops doing this. Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, just just shitty people like but you said like what women would do that there's plenty of women that like to be side chicks they love it they, they get off on I just, I've known a couple I couldn't live with myself I couldn't either I mean and I'm not I, judging you do you I Boo. sure didn't want to be doing it I sure I feel guilty and I didn't even in fact the wife was like if you need to send me the stuff to get it off your chest then you can but otherwise I don't care and I was like I have no need to clear my conscience at all because you didn't do anything I had no idea I, oh this was my point of mentioning this scenario I mentioned it because in my I haven't really had a serious relationship and I've and since I split up with my with Kevin and um almost two years ago now and it's I kind of thought that maybe because I've 
basically went from relationship to relationship to relationship. And then that happened with him. Now I've been single two years. So I was like, okay, I feel healed. I really do. Mm-hmm. So then I meet this guy and he checks all the boxes, except he's not physically attractive, which kind of makes the whole scenario about him cheating on his wife and like being like a player even funnier because yeah. he's not physically attractive. Like, yeah. dude, at least be hot or something. Like, yeah. damn. Yeah. Um, and the wife is actually much more attractive than him, just mm-hmm. to throw that out there. Mm-hmm. So just bec- ladies, if you marry down thinking yeah. that they're not going to cheat on you, FYI, this guy, I do not mean this rudely. He is not attractive at all. Mm-hmm. And the wife is not a supermodel, but but pretty girl. Yeah. Um. And seems very sweet. So God help us all. If there's no chance for her, we're all fucked. Because um, it's, it's about him. Yeah, yeah. It's all about him. So my thought process when this, when I met him, and he seemed so sweet, and he checked all the boxes except physically attractiveness, mm-hmm. I was just like, Miranda, how can you doubt, a per- like, why are you doubting this? Like, he, you see him, you you do this, you know where he works, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. Why would he be lying to you? What would he have to freaking lie about? Right. You know? And I'm like, I am self-sabotaging. I am healed enough to wear whatever. Maybe this guy really is great. But look, I did something old Miranda, even though I, I, I didn't do anything to attract this guy. You meet yeah. him online. Like, yeah. what the hell? It's right. just you physically swiped right. That's it. But you listen to your. I listened to my gut and got out of a situation Yay. before it started. High five. High five. Oh Miranda my is done. Gosh. I got it. May never be. In. So, yeah, I think that's good. Don't that you? That is amazing. Didn't, no. Didn't fall for it. No, didn't fall for it. I am so proud. But, I really But am. briefly thought, oh, this is just me self-sabotaging what's a good thing. Yeah. I'm so glad that mm. I tracked him down and ran him and ran him and ran him and ran him hey. until I found out his real name. Yeah. <laughs> and then found his, uh, got somebody else to look up his, found his voter registration, got hey. his wife's name. Unfortunately. Found somebody. Yeah, he blocked me on his wife's Facebook so I did not know there was a wife. That's and disgusting. So, yeah. So we got that cleared and Miranda's healing and it's all great. So, yes. yeah, lock up your husbands because they're cheating everybody out here. <laughs> oh, so, well, and the wives too, I guess. Yeah, but I don't date the wives, so I don't know what the mm-hmm. wives are out here doing. I don't either. It happens. So your friend felt good about uh, the B12 recommendation in the D? She just... um was really had a hard time because she compared all of her blood panels from all of her years and noticed that there were so many new ones added to yours. And she was so, she went through that struggle of, I can't believe that the doctors that I've been depending on for answers that have just been like, and I'm not saying her exact words, but, you know, looking for answers just kind of like, brushed things under the rug, didn't pay attention to her symptoms, um, didn't add to her blood panels and stuff like that. And to finally know that she's not crazy, that there was something wrong with her, made her feel so much better. But at the beginning of it, the digestion of it all, the processing of, fuck, i got a thyroid problem. Like, oh, my vitamin. Like, she just thought it was doomsday. Right. She was so hurt by it. And then she just flipped it over and it was like, okay, but I got answers now. And then she met you and like met you in person, not just, and it just all fell into place. And like, she was like, I feel like just a weight has been lifted off of my shoulders. And I'm just like giddy and just like light. I'm just light. I just feel good for the first time in a while, just at the possibility of feeling good. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so 
kind of what just dawned on me as Cindy's talking might require a little bit of explanation. So um, we're not like any lab now where you can just go and order your own labs and then they'll draw them. It's not like that. I really do order a very a standard panel and there is two standard panels and it's one is the pre pellet panel and that has everything I need. Um, but then there's a weight loss panel that's added on top of it and that's your fasting labs. And the only additional labs that are there are fasting insulin, A1C and a cholesterol. Well, the way we do things now is slightly different than how I did before. And this is going to kind of explain why her friend had some anxiety. So when I first started practicing and how most people, most medical providers practice is you come in, you make an appointment at the front desk, you come in and then we, you know, I squeeze you in, the provider squeezes you in at the next available, usually two or three weeks. And um, you have a consult with them. You tell them all your problems. They're not really listening because they don't have the blood work in front of them. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be honest. I can, Obviously, I can't speak for your actual provider. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is we need the whole puzzle in front of us. Yeah. So it's the same thing like when we prefer you out, when we refer you to a specialist because you need to see a specialist. If I just referred you based on a symptom, the f- specialist is not going to see you. Right. They want to know what the blood work is, what the ultrasound, what the x-ray, what the MRI, whatever it is that you're going for. They want all the pieces of the puzzle. And then I then package that puzzle up and then send I send that part of your chart or I send your whole chart, but I make sure they have every piece they're going to ask for so that you don't go see the specialist. And then you send the specialist chair and he's like, why are you here? And you're like, oh, well, she said this was high and but you didn't come with your blood work. So I'm also a specialist and it does me no good to hear all your symptoms, but not see your blood work mm-hmm. because I treat blood work mm-hmm. and I, tr- I do change your symptoms and I do very much care about them but all I'm going to be able to tell you is let me see your blood work and then we'll be back and talk mm-hmm. so at my clinic the way we do now I okay backing up I used to do the consult and um, then we would have an in-person consult after your blood work but or and then I went to phone consult and I would call you mm-hmm. but all that almost every appointment people still ask me to write it down because it's so much information. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's not a lot of information anymore, but I get that a lot. Sometimes people even say, I don't feel like it's that much information, but sometimes people are even like, I could not read through all of that. Mm-hmm. It's just overwhelming. I hear that a lot. And it's, it's, it's because I'm not just shooting you your lab review. I'm explaining to you what each one means through a text, because if you waited till you can get in an appointment with me, maybe your lab results aren't back, what have you, you can only come in during business hours. I review labs in between patient appointments at night. That's a huge time to get me is after my kids go to bed. That's usually when I do my lab reviews. That's what I told her. I said, if you haven't got a question, just text her at night. (laughs) I'm I'm trying to give people more peace, but I have literally texted people at 3 a.m. They text me at 3 a.m. They're like, I'm sorry to bother you. It's really late. And I'm like, I promise you as when I go to sleep, it's on sleep mode. You will never bother me. It's totally fine. Mm -hmm. But I also answer texts in the order they're received. So you could text me 24 hours one day. If there's 36 texts before you, you just have to wait until I get through that line. Yeah. So I text your lab. All of that was to say I text your labs to you before I meet you. And then that's when you know to come in for your appointment. And the appointment then is for your pellets. But some people are like, can I get a phone call before I come in for my appointment? Or like um, Cindy's friend who she was, she's been referencing this podcast um, was like, 
I just want to have, I would like to ex- you to explain some of these, que- I have some questions and I like you to explain to them to me in person and that's not a problem either. Mm-hmm. But it's usually pretty helpful for you to have those lab work before you come in. So, and typically, again, we, I, you make the appointment, I order the blood work, my, you know, my staff, it's like a standing order. And then you come in with your, pay, you do your paperwork, some people do it in advance. And then I now have, I'm looking at your lab results. I see your paperwork. I see the medications you take. Everything's already in your system by the time I see you for the first time physically. Right. And usually you get pellets that day. However, some people, again, they want a phone consult after they get their lab review or they want to meet me in person beforehand because they have questions or, you know, what have you. We can do, we variant, you know, everybody's different. Right. I have no problems with, but that is part of what she's talking about is right. that um, unlike most providers, I do the lab review. I have you do your labs and then text you your lab review so you have it. So we didn't get to B12 or D today, but we did kind of go over how it works and and all that. And we will try to cover the rest of the test, uh, thyroid and then B12 and vitamin D and why those are important. And I wanted to throw in some stuff about how you can treat your thyroid um, to help heal it too. In, yes. in addition to the stuff that we, it, we recommend this stuff at the clinic. That's not what I'm saying. But in addition to like the services that we provide, you know, I'll, I'll teach you some of the stuff that I teach my clients. I mean, today. just anti-inflammatory foods. Yep. No nightshades, like those little tips and tricks that yeah. a lot of people just don't know. Yeah. It's what foods to avoid, when to eat, when not to eat, why it's important to drink your water, um, avoiding toxins. Uh, your skin's your biggest organ. So it's super important what you put on your skin. Mm-hmm. And just as a final tidbit on that, if you're just like I cliffhanger ewg.org skin deep, um, you can you can run anything you put on your skin in there. And that's super important. Like you'll look at my hair. It's pink. That's really bad for you to bleach your hair and all that. It's the only toxin that I'm actually exposing to myself normally. And I it's really important to me. I really love dyeing my they hair. Veggie day, veggie day they based. do, but it doesn't even work. I mean, it doesn't, some of that stuff doesn't work as good. And it's not that it's vegetable based. It's like, but to, ble- I have to bleach this first. Oh, I thought that your blonde was so blonde that you didn't have oh, to bleach no. it. That's fake. That's fake. Okay. So, you know, it's easy to be like, if you saw me in person, be like, oh, that, but she can't be super functional medicine because she ble- bleaches her hair. But literally, I clean with thieves, you know, you know, we've got vinegar thieves and, and, um, you know, so every other toxin is whatever. So it's teaching you how, you know, and then you pick and choose what you need to do for your family. Some things are going to bother you more. What works for you. So we have to go because Jim is kicking us out, which we have discussed before. We love you, Jim. Thank you for being amazing. Yes. Thank you. Oh, stay positive people. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jim, boom that. Um, Thank you so much. Please, please go follow us on our Facebook page. I think that if we get a really good thing going on the Facebook page, that might motivate us and incentivize us to get on TikTok. Oh, yeah. We'll see the, you know. By us, she means her. (laughs) (laughs) God. And, you know, I don't see Insta doing a lot for us. Um, for what we need, I think TikTok would be amazing. Um, so the more interaction that we get socially, that will, you know, help us. So please go follow us. Please share the podcast um, so we can watch it grow. We want to share. I like to, I'm a numbers girl. I like to watch, you know, the episodes grow each week and haven't showed Miranda that yet. Um, but so please share us. With all of your friends that can handle us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it would take a special type. So thank you for being that special type. Yes. And um, and stay positive, people. 
Absolutely, ditto.